Welcome to Storylines, a podcast brought to you by WIFTA, Women in Film and Television, Alberta. I'm your host, Sheena Rossiter. Okay, so I know that we did say that last week's episode was the final episode of season one, and it indeed was, but I have a nice little surprise for you that we are going to come out with some extra little mini snackable bonus episodes here on the Storylines podcast. Because we've teamed up with NYWIFT, New York Women in Film and Television. And they also have a podcast. It's called Women Crush Wednesdays. It indeed happens every second Wednesday. And that's hosted by two co-hosts, Janine McColdrick and Leah Kearney. Right now, I'm joined by Leah Kearney. Thanks so much for joining us. Hey, Sheena, I'm great. Thanks so much for having me. So the one thing that's happened with this whole post-coronavirus world that we live in is that we're all stuck in our houses and cross-border collaboration has kind of become a thing. It doesn't really matter if people are down the street from you or on the other side of the world. And us here at WIFTA, we actually made a really great connection with the team at NYWIFT. They're also doing a podcast. It's a bi-weekly podcast where they profile some of their members in the New York area. It is called Women Crush Wednesdays. So I guess to start out, for us here in Alberta, obviously the coronavirus and the pandemic has been one thing, but it's certainly been another thing for you in New York, which we could kind of say that is the coronavirus capital at the moment. What's it like in New York City? I I mean, well, I can't even begin to say that my experience has been universal. I think there's so many people dealing with so many different things. So I I wouldn't deign to speak on behalf of New York City of 8 million people. But but I do know that you know, it's very different than it was three months ago um, in, you know, infections and hospitalizations. Unfortunately, deaths have are really down um, and everyone's wearing masks. And I think we're in our third month now of, I think I heard like 80 days now or so as of our recording time of, of lockdown or, you know, shelter in place. And so, you know, it's just, it's a strange world we're living in, but, you know, we're, we're New York strong and <laughs> New Yorkers tend to be very proud. And, and uh, there ha- I have experienced really touching moments of socially distant camaraderie. So <laughs> I think, I think uh, you know, who knows I, I can't even begin to guess where we'll be in another week, month, year. I mean, this is all an unfolding experience for all of us. But uh, but I guess from an entertainment industry perspective, it has certainly had a huge impact. Well, absolutely. And you are a woman of many talents. You work both in front of and behind the camera. You are an actor yourself working on some pretty big shows, but then you also work as a video producer. So With both profiles that you have, being an actor and a video producer, what's the coronavirus pandemic been like for you? Well, I mean, I have to start by saying I feel incredibly fortunate. I do work as a video producer for a production company within a larger firm, and the demand for video production services has been huge. As virtual or as live events become virtual, as uh, people aren't able to meet in person and they need some way to communicate, our work has just kind of gone through the roof in that respect. So I feel very fortunate, A, to have a job and B, to have a job doing something that I really enjoy and getting to continue to work in making films. But at, on the acting front and on the, the uh, you know, TV and film is still at the moment ground to a halt as we all figure out how to navigate 
producing TV and film in in this environment and you know I, I, as as a sag after member which is the the actors union i'm getting notifications every day about all the efforts that everyone is that the the unions are trying to make to put safety precautions in place in order to get production started again in order to get us back to work but it's a huge undertaking and you know one one thing that's been interesting is that even before coronavirus a lot more auditions were moving to a remote in at least initial auditions, a, a self-tape model. That was to cut down costs, I'm assuming. Probably, yeah. Make everyone's life easier. Send in your initial tape or send in a tape, we still call it, but obviously it's all digital. Uh, record it yourself in your home with your iPhone, upload it or send it via file transfer platform. So that was already happening before all of this happened. And and I suspect we'll continue to see that more and more uh, in the days and weeks to come for sure. So you mentioned there that you have, you're very fortunate to have the split profile where you're both video producer and an actor, but for your friends who are just actors or have roles that require them to be physically on set less than two meters apart from everybody else, how are they reacting to everything and what's their situation been like? I love, first of all, I love that you just said two meters because I realized that that we, we say six feet apart here in the States. (laughs) I was like, oh, the metric system. Six feet. (laughs) Um, Just another another moment of cross-border collaboration. This is true. Uh, Learning new things. Right. Well, I mean, Janine, my co-host on the Women Crush Wednesdays podcast, we've talked about it a bit in our our little banter uh, before our different interviews of like we realizing that film and TV sets are very crowded places where everybody is all up in each other's business like craft services is going to have to change it's not going to be buffet style anymore you know people aren't going to be allowed to touch the same props and equipment and you know there's going to have to be a lot that changes because the film sets are just very uh, it takes a lot of people to make I mean as you know it takes a lot of people to to get things made and uh, often in small spaces so yeah I, I know a lot of people are working really hard to figure out what that what needs to happen in order for us to go back to work. But, uh, but I really feel for uh, so many of my colleagues who, you know, a lot of actors I did for many years worked in the restaurant industry when I wasn't acting or in between acting jobs. And for a lot of my friends, uh, they're not only out of work, not only out of acting work, you know, they're out of their, their day job or their night job work as well. So there's, but there's a lot of resources uh, to support artists in particular. Uh, I know on the NYWIFT website, there's, we have a whole page dedicated to if you need support, if you need, you know, whether that's financial or emotional or or anything like there, there's ways to get get help. So that I think that that's we're still in that place here in New York. I don't I don't know about in Alberta where where things are at for you guys, but I think there's a lot of people who are still in the thick of it right now. Oh, absolutely. Thing everybody's just trying to figure things out because we're all truly in the land of I've never been here before. Yeah. But the one thing that I've actually really kind of enjoyed about this pandemic, if I can use that word enjoy, is the the cross border collaboration because you can. In- introduce and meet people in other parts of the world that normally you wouldn't have a chance to do. For example, I'm a member of the Video Consortium, which uh, is for nonfiction filmmakers, and it's based out of New York, and I'm a member of it. But I can never, of course, go to the events because I don't live in New York, and I've only gone to a couple when I was there. But when they started to go online, it was like, oh, I can actually go to this and take part because it doesn't really matter where you are anymore. Have you found that your world has become physically smaller but larger? at the same time because you can connect with people all over the world now? 
Yeah, absolutely. And that is um, that has been a really sweet uh, silver lining in in these very strange, difficult times. Um, yeah, I feel like I've connected more over Zoom and um, through online seminars with with friends of mine in Europe, um, you know, making new connections like with yourself in Canada and connecting with friends just even socially across the United States. Yeah. Somehow those (laughs) it's funny. Yeah. Those those borders seem to be a little more malleable or maybe irrelevant even now. And thank goodness we have all these online platforms, you know, that allow us to connect across the the interwebs. Yeah, I had uh, actually uh, one fun project that I worked on for uh, a a young colleague of mine um, had written a short film that was able to be recorded entirely over um, iPhone, like a little iPhone love story. And she asked if I would direct it. And so we got on Zoom and I directed uh, the two actors over Zoom while they recorded themselves on their iPhone. It was like kind of a very inception-y, like lots of different uh, technology all happening at the same time, but, uh, and we're editing it now. But you know, creativity is, uh, is born out of strange circumstances. So I, I feel like I wouldn't, that wouldn't have even occurred to me if, if we weren't, you know, in this, in this strange new era. And were your friends, were they in New York as well? And you still had to direct them through Zoom or were they in another part of the world? Actually, one was in California and one was on Long Island. So it was a, a bi-coastal production, I guess you could say. <laughs> and you didn't have to spend any money on tickets, airline tickets. Nope, nope. It was a very micro budget operation. (laughs) (laughs) So I want to mention here that you do co-host the bi-weekly NYWIF podcast called Women Crush Wednesdays, as we already mentioned, and you co-host it with Janine McGoldrick. How can people find it? And just tell us a little bit more about it. Sure. So you can find it on your favorite podcast app, first of all, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or go to NYWIF.org, New York Women in Film and Television. The website uh, has a link to the podcast there, as well as our blog and all kinds of great resources and programming. We have episodes twice a month. And we feature women who are working above and below the line in the in the film and television industry. We spotlight uh, NYWIFT members who are crushing it, women who are crushing it. And then we also, you know, have conversations about what's happening in the industry. And uh, in a very a new segment, uh, we have uh, people sharing their stories, uh, like just the kind of anecdotes that you tell your friends at parties. Uh, our members have been submitting them, so we'll be featuring them in upcoming podcasts. And, and we're very pleased to be sharing some from the WIFTA podcast, from the Storylines podcast as well in upcoming episodes. Exactly. And we'll be peppering as well for our listeners. We'll be peppering some NYWIFT content throughout some bonus episodes that we have coming up for you here. Leah, thanks so much for joining us today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much for tuning into bonus episode three of Storylines, where we're introduced to our cross-border collaboration with NYWIFT in New York and their podcast, Women Crush Wednesdays. You can check it out wherever you get your podcasts, or don't forget to check our show notes so you can also get linked up to their podcast as well. And make sure you tune in in the coming weeks where we'll have some snackable content for you and some cross-border collaboration during times of this coronavirus pandemic. But until next time, follow your storylines. We can't wait to see where they lead.